Ready to rise through the ranks of the online marketing hierarchy? Take some notes from the original Royals of Revenue, the Internet Traffic Kings. We're about to open up a treasure chest of knowledge from the best of the best. With your hosts, Kevin the Cook Father, DiVincenzi, the original Big Fabu, John Fondy, and the ultimate compliance conciliary, Attorney Bennett Kelly. In three, two, one. Well, good afternoon, everybody, or whatever time it may be that you're watching uh, Internet Traffic Kings. I'm the Big Fabu, John Fondy, broadcasting from the campus of UNLV in Las Vegas, Nevada. Starting to open up here a little bit more, but uh, I'm telling you, don't plan on coming up to play poker or anything like that, because it's going to be it's going to be shut down for a while. But I'm really excited. Uh, we're at show number 11 now, so uh, we're, the, the traffic is really, really doing well. And uh, you guys can help us out. We're not asking for anything from this except your support. I mean, this is a non-ad sponsored show. So we want to make sure that you go to our website, Internet Traffic Kings, and also make sure that you give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and then, of course, tell your friends to go to our YouTube channel, which is really doing well. I'll talk about that a little bit more. And uh, and don't forget, uh, as I mentioned, uh, um, Spotify as well, too. So those are the places where we're going to be on there and uh, got, a, got a big week that we had coming up. Again, things are changing, you know, on a daily basis. It seems like every week there's something that's going on and how we can sort of relate this to it. We have experts on the show and these experts that we have on the show really are phenomenal. And just like uh, our executive producer, uh, these are the experts in the industry that if they wanted to, they could charge up to a thousand dollars an hour. So we really have some great, great value on this show. The show has been going good. We really couldn't, uh, have really done it uh, without you. So it gives me great pleasure right now to bring in our executive producer. He's the click father. He's Kevin DiVincenzi. Hey, Kevin. Hey, John. How are you? I'm doing well now. Uh, your background's a little different now. I understand you're broadcasting from your Las Vegas my, my, yeah, I should actually be sitting on the lake, but you know, at 110 degrees, it just wouldn't wouldn't work too well. Yeah. Uh, in my uh, Vegas property for for the next two two weeks for the next two episodes. So. Yeah. So that's good that you'll be there, and then you'll be back in your uh, in your Malibu Beach home. We'll see the ocean behind you, and you'll be having yeah. having some fun with that. And uh, we'll be taking a look at it as well. So, in other words, subscribe. Make sure that you're a part of our family. And uh, we've got great information, I guarantee you. Kevin, I have to say, the, the guests have all been great, but it seems like they're just getting better and better and better. And this show is uh, no differently. A little show note here. Um, uh, we won't have Bennett Kelly, the big dog, with us here today, but he's normally with us here. And and uh, and so uh, he, he may be uh, taking a, a, a vacation for a couple of weeks here, but... Uh, We'll, uh, we'll take that into consideration, but typically he's on our shows, gives some great legal advice and uh, kind of enables you to sit at home and, and actually, you know, work on that type of wire without a net because he's basically there and work without Frankie as well, too. John, what that really means is the next two weeks, we can say whatever the fuck we want and nobody's going to stop us. So it's great. That's totally true. unbroken. And that's and that's the way we roll in here as well. And so, um, but Kevin, you've known a lot of these guests for a long time, so you've interacted with them. You know yeah. them, uh, the ins and outs of what their business are. What goes into making the selection for the for the guests we have on the show? Is I, it honestly, John? I look for a good variety in our different guests, people that provide different value. Whether it's somebody that's good in search, um, 
somebody that may be an influencer, like when we spoke to Ian Fernando, um, just a lot of different uh, different types of people to find, but always a veteran, always somebody that's been doing this for, you know, for you know, several, several years. And somebody that's very hard for people to get to, you know, like our guest today, you know, Evan or Neil Patel. These are people that you normally can't really get to, you know, by dropping an email or what have you. Um, and you can get the insight, which normally you'd be paying a lot of money for. So it's it's great to share it with our guests. Yeah, and we talk a lot about uh, people that are sort of reinventing themselves or starting to figure out that they've got to maybe, you know, add something to their portfolio. And this is a great place to to really uh, get get your feet wet and find out what direction that you want to go in and then then reach out to these uh, these experts and stuff. And, you know, having watched the show certainly goes a long way because it shows that these experts that you're inter- interested enough to take your time to, uh, to subscribe and watch these shows over and over again. And uh, the great thing about it, if you're just joining us, you can go to our YouTube channel or you can go to uh, our website, Internet Traffic Kings, and you can actually track these shows from the very beginning. So you really won't miss out on everything. Yeah, on YouTube, just go to YouTube and then uh, type in Internet Traffic Kings and you'll see our channel. Just subscribe to our channel. Last I looked, we had about 800 subscribers. So it's growing, you know, each and every week. Uh, you know, we'll very soon have thousands of subscribers, meaning every time we, we release a new episode, you'll get a <clears throat> notification on your phone or your device saying that there's a new episode available. So well, another great thing about it is the viewership on that YouTube channel is going through the roof as well. Yeah, the the, the individual interviews are getting thousands and thousands of, of views, you know, and keep in mind, they're only you know, out there essentially for six days and then the next episode comes out. So yeah, they're getting quite a bit of uh, viewership. So it's good. Yeah, I'm very so happy. We'll keep doing it if people keep watching it. Yeah, we will. And and uh, we learn stuff and, and we've got all, we've got new guests that basically come in from, from time to time. And so, um, so, but you're back in Vegas. Uh, so tell us, uh, tell us what's going on. Not a whole lot here to, to share with you. Yeah, There's not much. I mean, I'm, I'm happy, you know, with all these riots that have been happening for the past couple of weeks. I mean, I'm happy to be in, in Vegas as far as it's very safe and, you know, they don't put up with a lot of the, the same stuff that's going on in the country. So from, from that standpoint, uh, I'm happy, but you know, now that the casinos have opened, it's, it's, slowly but surely, you know, converting into world 2.0. It's not going to be what we're used to whatsoever. So it's just understand. Yeah, you're, you're right. In fact, the casinos are, are, are actually opening up today. And so yeah. it's pretty, pretty phenomenal. And of course, you know, restrictions in place and stuff like that. But the number that has come out in terms of the tax dollars that have, that have, that we've lost or is in the billions of dollars. Oh, sure. And, uh, and everybody, you know, we're we're working on some stuff on my side of the fence with the uh, with production and television production and stuff too. And it's kind of a, you know, get Vegas back to work type of a campaign there because there's a lot of people that aren't going to go back to work. But I was pretty impressed with the way they handled everything here in Vegas. They really they really put their foot down, you know, and put it down kind of fast. And I think that really helped a lot with uh, with some of the the challenges can't say the same about the rest of the country, but everybody's, everybody's getting hit pretty hard with it. It's like, you yeah. know, you kind of almost want to just go, come on, man, you know, let, let's, let's, let's give us a break here a little bit. Yeah. I mean, as, as of last, when I last looked a couple of days ago, it was a third of all small businesses already out of business, you know, just because of the, the pandemic. Um, you know, a lot of businesses that were offline are now moving online, which is good. You know, they finally made that plunge. 
Um, but it's going to be a long road ahead. It really is, especially for the small shop owners, the restaurant owners. It's going to be quite, quite, uh, quite some time. And now add in, you know, the riots from the past couple of weeks and, you know, a lot of these guys really can't open. It's, it's really a shame what's happening right now. Well, it is. And I've heard stories that, uh, of people that, that because of the economics and stuff, uh, really had to cancel their insurance and, uh, then right. things like this happen. And, uh, you know, just, uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, so you've taken people with life savings and they've built up these phenomenal businesses and, uh, and now they, they really are almost penniless, if you will. And, uh, I, I saw a story about a fireman, not sure, quite sure where he was, but he's a fireman, saved up his money to open up a sports bar mm -hmm. and he opened up the so he didn't open up the sports bar because this all happened just before he was ready to open up and, uh, and he got looted. They basically uh, destroyed his business before he even opened it up. And so he kind of put that out there a little bit, hoping he said he wanted to raise a uh, hundred thousand dollars with a, with a campaign out there. And uh, he ended up raising $900,000. So, oh, that's great. You mean that GoFundMe campaign, right? Yeah, the GoFundMe campaign. So in light of it all, we're seeing some really heart wrenching things that are happening out there. And, and we just, we, we're going to kind of get down to business here a little bit, but uh, I want our viewers to know that we're all, we're all human and, and our experts and Kevin, you, you know, we're human. We go through the same stuff as well and want to make sure that we address it because we know that many of our viewers are actually, actually doing that. And hopefully we, we provide a service. Uh, that's fun. Uh, we try to have a pretty good time when we do the show. We don't take ourselves too seriously, except our, our businesses and stuff. And so, Kevin, you've been in the business for over 20 years, haven't you? Yeah, I have, 24. And have you noticed uh, things changing at all? Oh, that's, that's a very open-ended question, John. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, from when you first started to, to, to now. Yeah, of course. I mean, when I first started, it was the wild, wild west, right? So uh -huh. the one, you know, um, and I'm sure Evan will touch on this as well. I mean, now when you onboard a client or a campaign, the, the big emphasis is now compliance. Right? You're not <clears throat> stuck having to use, you know, the big dog, Ben and Kelly or anybody else's uh, legal help. Right. Um, so compliance has become a very major factor, which is good because it, it's it, as the the industry has matured, it's it makes it a lot better. Um, at the at the same point, there's you have to be more careful about how you choose your opportunities because of, you know, of all the pitfalls out there. So it's, it's definitely changed quite a bit. Well, yeah. In fact, uh, even though the big dog couldn't be here, you can reach out to him at uh, internetlawcenter.net, I believe it is, right. and uh, ask him some questions. And uh, And we encourage you to do that because sometimes you can get yourself so far backed into this that even even difficult for Bennett to, to get you out of it unscathed. I can tell you in my experience many times, whether it's Bennett or anybody else that I may have used over the years for for little challenges that we had or what have you, uh, that would be the, the the normal first comment. Why did you wait so long to contact me? Why did you let it get to this point? You know, we could have settled it, you know, very early on if you didn't let it escalate to this. So, you know, they, they say, you know, an ounce of prevention, right? So better to be proactive and understand that you're doing things right and take those extra steps than be reactive when you serve with a lawsuit. So I definitely would uh, would invest the time and the money in setting things up properly, as opposed to let's just let it fly and see what happens. I mean, I've yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, give out uh, Bennett's address here uh, again in a little bit. Uh, 
um, near the end of the show. And so uh, a small tip I have to uh, Facebook has now um, Facebook and Instagram, they've now launched their um, shop where they're letting people conduct business for free on Facebook. So anybody can open up a Facebook shop and start transacting on Facebook, which is a, a big push. It's something they weren't going to do originally for, for quite some time. And they made a big push to help with commerce now with, with, with what happened with COVID-19. So if, if you do have a product or service, um, I would definitely look into that. It's called Facebook shops or Instagram shops. And, and uh, we're, we're finding also that, uh, that more, you know, offline businesses are actually realizing now that they're, they, they may have to switch and move to, to support their online business. And uh, we're seeing a lot of changes that are taking place. And, you, you know, you mentioned about a third of the businesses that aren't going to open back up. In many cases, that's because they will not have the staff to open back up. Right. Uh, and then, uh, and then they've got to go through the whole retraining and stuff. And, and I think now, really paying people to, to not go to work, I don't think that's going to work out too well for us. And, uh, and I think the majority of people really, from what I'm hearing and some of the posts that have gone around is that, that the majority of people, they do want to work. They, they want to stay active and stuff. And, uh, and, uh, and I know that um, I'm only here at the university a couple of days a week now. And, uh, and I'll tell you, it's, you know, you can get you can get bored pretty quickly and people just they want to they want to represent and they want to contribute and they want right. to set good examples as well and, and uh we're kind of fortunate that we're that we're kind of in a business that uh, we're not it really doesn't affect us we can keep keep on keeping on absolutely with, with the internet you have the ability to touch anybody and conduct you know global business even during a pandemic which is amazing um yeah. where really can't with a lot of other businesses. And, and you've mentioned a couple times before that uh, that that uh, you want to give back as well. So you're willing to offer some of your expertise for a short period. Oh, absolutely. Every every episode or almost every episode I've mentioned, if somebody needs to make a pivot in their business, which I've pivoted my business over a dozen times in the past 24 years, uh, I'll definitely give them free advice. I'll, I'll look at it objectively and say, you know, this is a path that I would take or would not take. Uh, just from life experience. I mean, I've seen a lot, I've grown a lot of companies and, you know, it, it becomes intuitive to know where, where you should or should not get involved at some point, you know, not, not that I'm right hundred percent of the time, but I'm right a lot more than I'm wrong. So. Yeah. So um, basically, um, you know, you can talk with people, even somebody doesn't have a lot of experience. You can learn a lot just by watching these shows and kind of find out, what path you want to be in, or if you are, if you do have a business that's holding on by a thread, I use really tools out there, John. You know, for, I was going to use this for closing statements, but being that Evan's still stuck in the green room, um, there's so many tools out there. You know, uh, Ryan Dice, digital marketer, did 30 days free of his whole, you know, uh, digital labs where anybody could access everything for 30 days for free. A lot of different. Uh, People, Neil Patel, who was on our podcast, is giving away a uh, SEO course, you know, 100% free. There's a lot of self-learning you can do without investing a dollar and improve yourself. You know, coming out of this pandemic, two you'll have two different sets of people. You'll have the people that, you know, what'd you do during the pandemic? Oh, I watched TV and, you know, sat around and waited for it to be over. And then you'll have the people that say, oh, I actually, you know, learned how to do C++ programming. I learned the uh, a new craft, a new trade. I have a new side hustle because of the pandemic. I figured out how to do this or that. 
Um, it's too, you know, too into the spectrum. So some people are, you know, improving all the way up and some people are just staying where they are. And, you know, when, when it's over, they'll go back to what they were doing at, you know, in a different state, obviously, in regards to where the country is. Um, yeah, I own the Las Vegas Television Network and some of the ads that we're seeing that are coming to us, there's a lot of educational ads that are that are coming to us that are doing pretty well. In fact, I'm seeing just straight up learn learn how to 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 you know start an internet business and learn right. learn internet marketing and learn web development and things of that nature. And you're right, I'm seeing so many tools out there that uh, you don't have to you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be an expert because as you learn and choose your your poisons, if you will, and get rid of some of those, uh, you're going to find out what you're really good at and what's working for you and your and your customers. I do want to emphasize, though, a lot of those tools are free. So you might be seeing ads for you know make money from home and things like that. John, put those aside. Look for your notable experts, and they give out free content. I'm sure um, when we talk to Evan, he'll he'll probably link us to some of the content that he does. And you know everybody's. That, that's doing something will put out a course, not everybody, but a lot of people will put out a course or different different things to to help. Because at this at this point of the juncture, it's time to provide value, right? Value is always paramount in my business. But for everybody, if you provide value, that that's what people are going to remember at the end of the day. They're not going to remember buying a $29 course or that, that's, not, uh, that's not just giving. So if you're giving content right now, which a lot of these um, leaders in our space are, Learn from that content. I mean, it's invaluable. Not making as much money as you want on the net? The internet traffic kings are by far your best bet. 24 years at the top of the game. Spotify and iTunes, look for them by name. New episodes every Thursday. The internet traffic kings. We're going to go ahead now and, uh, and knock on the green room door and bring in our featured guest here today. Uh, we've remodeled the green room. and It's got plush furniture in it. Uh, full bar in there as well as uh, dancing girls and, uh, and, a, and a big screen TV. So we're going to try to drag our guests away from all of that. It gives me great pleasure to uh, welcome to our show, uh, Mr. Evan Weber. Evan, thanks so much for uh, drinking all of our liquor and hanging out with us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, walk us down the path a little bit. of uh, You've been doing this for a while now, I think, what, 2007, 2008? So you've been around for a while, haven't you? I've had my agency since 2007, but I've been in the digital marketing industry since 1997. Okay. So, so thinking um, about uh, doing it for <clears throat> for a long time. <laughs> I mean, I do this for fun, to be honest with you. Um, this is, I enjoy what I do and I, you know, love what I do and you know, make money simultaneously. It's a beautiful thing. What do they say, Evan? Do what you love. You'll never work a day in your life, right? Right. Well, well, I have a little, you know, uh, philosophy on that. And a lot of people say you should do what you're passionate about, which I do agree if you, there's, if you can make money doing that. But you can also become passionate about what makes money. So it's more important about figuring out what makes money and, and, and one of the ways to make money, whether it's online or whatever the case may be, or and then, you know, enjoying that and putting your full effort into that. And then you funny. One of the things I used to tell uh, some of my affiliates were passion, don't pay the bills. Like, <laughs> it's great you're passionate about something, but if you don't have a business plan behind it, it passion's not going to take you everywhere. It's exactly. great. 
do what you love. You'll never work a day in your life, but there's got to be a business plan behind it. It's not just. Listen, I became passionate about internet marketing when I didn't know anything about it. I wanted to, you know, go to the NBA or, you know, whatever. Then once I discovered this and got into it and learned it and kept, then I became passionate about it. And it helps that it, you know, generates revenue. Um, Got to figure out how to leverage that aspect and then, you know, go down that path. So, yeah. Yes. So, uh, what uh, what uh, do you want people to to glean off of your website when they go to the website? What do you think is uh, uh, people are going to going to experience when they go to to your website or even get in touch with you in person as well? Well, my, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, my blog is going to educate people to some extent, but um, they come to me. They find me on LinkedIn. They find my you know my videos, my articles. And then they, they seek me out personally. So unlike some other, you know, quote unquote gurus out there, I am very accessible. And, uh, you know, my phone rings constantly with people just accessing me and picking my brain. And, you know, some of those people can become clients of mine, some more, more likely not. Um, but I'm committed to providing that type of support not only to affiliate marketers but to just companies in general that need to you know market themselves online properly and um whether or not they're in a position to hire me or want to hire me or you know it's all over the place with when you have an agency it's it could be any of those any of a number of possibilities of who you're talking to on the other end of that phone but a lot of times it is just me you know, answering questions and dropping knowledge on them and, okay, have a great day, you know, bye. Um, and so there's, I enjoy that though. That's part of the, part of what I enjoy doing what I do because I can do that. I'm one of the few people that can actually back up that type of activity and be that person that can, you know, show the people the way and to show them the light and, and I don't care if I get anything out of it. That's great. That's that's the right attitude because when you when you give just to give, then somehow it comes back, right? Yeah. Um, who who is your ideal client, Evan? Because I I know you've had everything have from Fortune five hundred companies to smaller companies. Who would your ideal client be, where you feel you could make the most impact? So if somebody was somebody's listening to the podcast and they go, "Wow, I think Evan could really come in and I could see some notable differences." Who is that client? Oh, the client that that client would be someone who lets me come in and take over everything and implement everything I want to implement for them. Um, what I do is I, I analyze and audit all the current digital marketing strategies they have going on, their website's conversion rate, um, strategies to improve the rate at which people are transacting on the website or becoming a lead. Um, and so that that needs to be looked at initially, and then looking at all their digital marketing campaigns and auditing those and getting those reacclimated and implementing whatever other strategies they're not currently using. So that's plugging the holes, uh, filling the holes. And yeah, I mean, uh, the answer, it could be a small, it could be a startup. It could be um, a publisher. It could be a big company, a medium sized company. You know, I have a saying, you know, I can help any company grow. Uh, it doesn't matter who it is. Um, it's just, it's just the, depends on how much they need of my agency, sure. which, you know, a lot of times they have internal resources. They hire me to work with their internal resources to make them better and at what they do. So that's, that's a thing I do. And, or 
and or just managing all the platforms like Google Ads, Facebook, LinkedIn, all the advertising platforms for them. Um, we also do a lot of content marketing, a lot of blogging, article, you know, articles for SEO, blog posts, press releases. So we have a whole content division that is a nice um, a thing that everyone needs um, that I, you know, just a good, a good moneymaker for, for, for my agency. And it's extremely quality for an affordable price kind of thing. So that's nice to be able to offer that in addition to the consulting and the agency services. Yeah, I noticed uh, that you offer a free audit as well. That's a great place to start. Yeah. Not, not only because I may think that I've got the greatest, greatest marketing plan in the world and find out after this audit comes in stuff that I didn't even know about. And uh, and the thing is, is that, you know, that right there in itself is a huge value because I always feel, you know, it doesn't matter whether whether it's good information or it's bad information, as long as I get the information, the bad stuff I can improve on and the good stuff I can keep, I get affirmation that I should keep doing more of that. Yeah. And that's, that's a good point because there are a lot of people that will come to me and they may have worked with other agencies or they may have tried different strategies internally and none of it has worked. And they're like, you know, digital marketing just doesn't work for my company or Facebook doesn't work or Google doesn't work for my company. And I, I basically just say, you know, it just wasn't done properly. Um, you know, so, so it's, it's, a, it's a matter of um, uh, working through what the previous, what was previously done and how it was done. And then, like I said, addressing the website's conversion rate question, increasing the conversion rate, the, the effectiveness of the website um, always has to be addressed first and foremost. And that's where I try to differentiate myself from other agencies or other people that do something similar is by really addressing the conversion rate, you know, from the design to the on-site tools to the retargeting ads where you follow people around if they leave without converting. So you have to address, you know, the conversion rate issue is a multifaceted issue, but if you're not addressing it at all, you're, you'll never be able to drive as much traffic as you want to the website or company because your budgets will always be constricted by the conversion rate. I call it, you know, your, your, your advertising budget is strangled by your being strangled by your conversion rate because you don't convert well enough. The traffic doesn't convert well enough. The better the traffic converts, the more you can open up the budget on the front end to drive more traffic. So that's, that's the, the thing that a lot of companies don't get. Um, the savvy ones, the savvy ones do, the bigger ones do because they, they, they bring in the people that, that actually know about this type of thing and they put people in place to address it. But most companies aren't able to really address the website effectiveness issue. So that's, we try to do that as much as possible. Talking a little bit more about your agency, Evan, is it a full service agency in regards to the smaller clients that you just mentioned? If you have all these recommendations and you say, you know, I would move the form here and do this and do that. Can you now follow through and do all that for them? Yeah. So we can, we, I have developers that, we can pull in, you know, resources, great resources, or we use their internal resources and I just make the list, you know, here's all the tweaks you need to do the website or a read, a redesign, a landing page is redesigned or the site is redesigned. Um, I mean, I'm committed. I have those resources. Also, we do, you know, phenomenal landing pages and, and entire websites, but that's not really what I sell per se. We, we do that to get the client in a position to succeed with their digital advertising. That's a value add. So if somebody comes to you and says, Evan, make a web page, that's because 
that was another question I had is what customer do you not want? And just, you know, in a, in a broad right. spectrum. So you're not a website development business. You're not a programming business. You're a advertising um, or a performance-based marketing agency. But if you need tools to be able to achieve the goal, you have those tools, tools available. Yeah, we, we, we pretty much do everything in digital marketing that can be done as an agency. Um, from web design to content to development to actually running the campaigns to writing the content, the whole gamut to, to sending email blasts to designing the emails, customer newsletters, member newsletters. There isn't anything we don't touch, but we don't do all of that for every client. Every each each one is a case by case basis. What they need, what they a lot of times they have stuff already handled internally, and we'll we'll be doing the things that are not handling or we'll take over some of those things. Um, a lot of times they'll, you know, they'll be doing something like their internal email campaigns, let's say. So they'll run those by me, you know, subject line testing, um, you know, creative testing, increasing click-through rates, open rates, all of that. So I'll give them that value, my, my feedback there. A lot of what I do is just delivering value through feedback and being that objective quote unquote expert that can come in and, and say you're doing it like this, but you you know you you should tweak it like this, or have you thought of doing it like this? So I'm consider myself privileged that I can actually do that with more or less any company I look at, any industry, any company, as long as they are either wanting to drive traffic to their website. You have to be wanting to drive traffic to your website, and you know that has to be everyone else, uh, not so much, but. If you're a company that's looking to do digital marketing effectively, then, then yeah, I can work with the, that company as long as they have a budget to work with. Well, good. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna hold you over for just a little bit and come back with some closing I, thoughts. I, I had a quick quick uh, point there because just uh, Evan just made a really good point. As long as they have a budget to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Evan, can you help me dispel the? Um, what's out there in regards to free traffic? Like, I understand you get free traffic because you built a content empire around it, but for the normal person, can you help me dispel this facade that there's all this free traffic available on the internet? Well, there, there is free traffic available if you build up to that point with a lot of content. Right. Um, only through proactive content creation over time does, and other factors as well, does that relate to you know free traffic? Then as your website gets known over time, you get a lot of direct type in traffic. So that that's like a branding thing. Um, but there's, you know, you should have an organic traffic strategy, but you also need a comprehensive paid advertising strategy, digital advertising strategy. And you need to be doing both simultaneously um, and building up both channels over time. So every, every channel in digital needs to be built up over time. Um, so a company might be doing eight or nine things digitally and each channel needs to be, whether it's building your email list, your Twitter audience, your Facebook audience, your all your audiences, your traffic sources, you know, uh, maximizing them, getting them to convert better, expanding on them. It's, you know, it's not rocket science, but, but it, it, it boggles my mind that companies don't understand the fact that there are, you know, it's, there's, it's called a multi-channel strategy. And you have to build each channel up over time. And that's really the way to grow over time. There's no other way to, to achieve it. No one channel. There are companies that can leverage one channel, like entirely the affiliate channel. Um, they'll never be able to really get all the traffic out there for them. 
but it's, it's entirely possible to use one channel or to build up a lot of revenue. Um, but that's not what I recommend. I recommend multi, multi-channel digital advertising and utilizing that to its fullest extent. That's really how it should be done. Well, excellent. So just hang there for a minute. We'll come back with some closing thoughts. Uh, so uh, Kevin, like I said, the shows are just phenomenal. Evan's doing a great job, but a couple of weeks ago, you had some pretty exciting news to share with us as well. Uh, you came out the big winner, winner chicken dinner, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's something people don't know about me. I breed horses. I've been breeding racehorses for about 20 years now. Um, and obviously with COVID, uh, well, the last time this horse was supposed to race, um, as the horse was going to the gate, you know, this thing flashing the computer screen, you know, due to COVID, we're stopping all racing. So, you know, we thought we'd be smart. And we said, oh, well, Golden Gate, California is still up and we'll ship the horse up there. So it took two days to get the horse there. And uh, they shut it down in Golden Gate as well. So um, we came out and uh, we raced three weeks ago. The horse came a game second and um, only lost a pound. So when, when our horse race, when a horse races, if they're unfit, they can lose 40 to 60 pounds during the race. We lost one pound. Wow. Um, we knew the horse was in great shape. So we said, you know what? We'll have the horse race eight days later. And the horse raced eight days later and won and won quite convincingly. So it's a lot of fun. It's, you know, when you breed, it's such a long path from the, you know, the gestation from, you know, the, the, the mare getting impregnated all the way through to having the baby and then the baby on the farm. And then you, you have to train the horse. And by the time the horse gets to the track, you're already, you know, heavily financially invested in the horse and heavily invested just in time and effort in the horse. So, uh, so it's, it's good to see that, uh, that happening. So we'll, we'll be racing again at Santa Anita. That horse's name is handsome cat. And then Dylan's cat, um, his sister will be racing uh, at Del Mar. So at Del Mar, we'll have two this year. I don't know what it's going to look like. Um, they say they might let owners uh, go and attend, but right now it's just strictly uh, staff. So they're racing with nobody in the crowds or anything else. But, you know, at least, you know, it, it's still happening. And racehorses are athletes, so they want to run. So to have them just sitting in a barn and not working out, it, you know, it doesn't do well for the horses. Luckily, the state of California, although their restrictions were very stringent, they did let the horses go out every day and work out and what have you, which at least let us where we can still race now that they reopened and we have fit horses. They weren't just all sitting there getting, you know, getting fat. So well, congratulations to you. you. Uh, that's uh, that's awesome, man. We look to, look to see more excitement stuff and you made national television as well so that was kind of fun yeah that was fun for sure the guy the guy botched my name and called handsome cat handsome mike halfway through the stretch but cares, <laughs> right yeah the guy's like Kevin even vintage i'm like yep yeah, that perfect yep yeah, that's great no problem but they spelled it right though so anyway yeah. so evan you've been awesome man some great information we want to make sure uh to give you Oh, a couple of minutes here with any closing thoughts or something you might have thought of while, while we were talking horse racing. Yeah, you know, I've been trying, like like Kevin said earlier, trying to um, help people looking for new gigs, um, connect people with different companies, just using my, my reach on LinkedIn to share jobs and share people's profiles that need them. And so I think everyone needs to do more of that. Um, you know, ever since this thing, I, I'm always, I'm pretty much a, you know, a grinder, you know that, you know that Kevin, yeah, um, sure. ever since this thing started a few months ago, I've been going extra, extra hardcore, um, you know, 14 hour days minimum sitting on this computer, which 
I'm on a computer, so I, I really can't complain. Yeah, um, sure. Nonetheless, it's a matter of it's 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 an you know an hour thing. It's an effort thing that I just want to convey that people you know need to just crank it up. You need to you know, especially if you work in this industry or you you're you're privileged enough to work in digital marketing, where your job isn't really going anywhere. This isn't really impacting our jobs, you know. So um, you need to be thankful and you need to um, leverage this medium any way you can and just put in the legwork and the, and the, the effort that you should be, you know, no one should be working 40 hours a week right now, you know, um, that works in this industry. That, that's my opinion. That's, that's, that's what I do. I, you know, um, so that, that's kind of my, my message. Um, it, it's not, a very optimistic message or anything like that. It's more like a realistic realism message that, um, you know, just grind. Well, that's true. The, and it, and it, hard work pays off as well. A little bit of luck and there you go. So we yeah. want to thank um, Evan Weber from Experience Advertising for being with us at experienceadvertising.com. Thanks for having me. where you want to go and, 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 uh, and use them. Go ahead and get that free audit and kind of start from the, Start from the beginning as well. I want to thank our executive producer, uh, Kevin DiVincenzi. We'll make sure we get that spelled right uh, for being with us here today and setting up a great show. And and uh, so uh, we'll be back uh, ne next week with uh, show number 12. We've got uh, some great guests on that show as well. And so I want to remind you that this is um, – this is um, – Basically, it's it's a non-ad supported show, so that means we count on you guys to tell your friends. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts, give us a five star rating. You can watch past shows and these shows uh, on our website, internettraffickings.com. Uh, YouTube channels going great. Facebook page is really looking like a lot of fun. A lot of great comments on there as well. So make sure you use that for us as well, and uh, also. I uh, want to remind you, if you do need some some help uh, from a legal standpoint, the big dog, Bennett Kelly, who's normally on every one of our shows, taking a couple of weeks off here, and he can be reached at, um, at internetlawcenter.net. That's internetlawcenter.net. Go ahead and hit him up as well and and uh, start with a clean slate with him and ask some of those questions. That's what he's there for. He's a great guy, and he's a lot of fun. So for all of us... Uh, to all of you uh, broadcasting here from the campus of UNLV in fabulous Las Vegas. I'm the big fabulous, I'm John Fondy. Thank you so much for watching and we'll see you next time on Internet Traffic Kings. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.